This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 687 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Summer Games, and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 172, where Olympic bronze and Pan American Games gold medalist Gina Smith stops by the show to offer some excellent advice on warm-up. But first, let's hear from our sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, maker of Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier, or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. Hi, Gina. Thanks for coming on the show to do our trainer tip today. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. So, um, we're all waiting. What, what is your advice for our riders and listeners? Well, when I first start out with any rider, I really like to make sure that they have a plan, a plan for the day. And generally, they are really a little bit um, sort of not really thinking about what they're going to be doing or how they're going to approach it. And it's, it's such an important part of the daily training to have a really good warm-up. So I really impress on my riders that they go through uh, a warm-up pattern. And I give them a basic pattern to ride. And then always I tell them that it can change depending on the horse. If you have a little more um, excitable horse or one that's um, a little fresh, or if you have a lazy horse. So it can change up a little bit, but there is a basic plan that I like them to uh, get started with. So first of all, of course, we just um, get on a walk around and walk straight around the outside of the arena and really try to get a nice, good forward walk on a, a loose rein. Um, if the horse is a little bit looking around at stuff, then you want to keep him a little bit more in your contact that you've got uh, something there in case he does have a big spook or something. But uh, generally, they're working at home, so... They're, they're familiar with their surroundings. And straight lines, I think, is really important, really encouraging the horse to walk forward um, both directions of the arena so they have a good look at everything from both ways, long diagonal lines to change the direction. And um, then we pick up the reins a little bit and get them nicely forward into a, a good working trot. And I like, again, if it's at all possible with the horse and how they're behaving to go in straight lines around the outside of the arena I like to keep them on the inside track to be sure that uh, 
the riders are riding both sides of their horses. They're not just uh, sticking on the walls that they can keep slightly away from the track on the um, long sides as well as on the short end. Um, so we go around the arena both directions, straight lines, uh, changing the arena along a long diagonal, just encouraging the horses to really come forward and get loosened up and get a little warmed up. After they've done um, around each direction, then we start on the circle lines. And it's, it's the large 20-meter circles in a, in a large arena, 20 by 60 arena, you'd have three circles, and that would be one at uh, either end and one in the middle of the arena, just really stressing that the horses now start to keep the same rhythm on those big circles that they do on the straighter lines. And as we're getting going into the warm-up with some nice working trot forward, it's important that they stay really forward, and it's important that the horses start to learn to just stretch down and use their backs and really um, start working their range of motion. The... um, Direction is then changed, and we do the three big 20-meter circles in the other direction, uh, making sure that the horse is going to be evenly warmed up on on both sides. So um, every horse has one side that's a little more difficult than the other, so we want to make sure we get them as even as possible into both reins and really listening into both legs. Again, the circles will be done slightly on the inside track, so I would say if it's a 20-meter arena, they're probably 18, 19-meter circles. Again, the long diagonals to change the direction. Um, after these uh, three circles in each direction, so six circles have, you've done all, all the, um, completed, we have uh, a big circle at one end of the arena and through sitting trot, um, transition to canter. And same thing in the canter. We do the three 20-meter circles. Uh, depending on the uh, horse, if it's a very green young horse, usually you would bring it back to trot after you've finished a third circle on a circle line. Um, if it's a little more advanced along, we would change the rein across the diagonal at canter, send them nicely forward and close to the end, the transition to trot, um, riding onto a big circle in the new direction, and then again making the horse uh, or asking the horse for a canter transition and doing your three circles the other direction. So a big circle at either end and one in the middle. Um, depending on the horse, you would ride maybe more circles. Uh, one way than the other, depending on their their stiffer side, trying to get them to relax and stretch down and really use their backs. Um, again, after the three circles on the, the that direction, you would change the rein across the diagonal. At the end of the diagonal line, a rising trot and a serpentine. And generally, we would do a three-loop serpentine. Um, really nice suppling bend changes. So you've you've worked on your horse's rhythm. You're working on the suppleness now. The direction changes, and you're getting the horses to really listen to your aids. It's a it's a great warm up for the rider. The rider has to go over their own aids. They're um, changing from one side to the other. Again, just really keeping up a nice forward rhythm. Um, getting the horses forward from the inside leg to the outside rein. So you're developing your contact. Um, I would do probably two three-loop serpentines, and depending on the horse, um, possibly a four-loop serpentine, which is also beneficial for a little more suppleness. And then through sitting trot on a straight line down the long side, transition to walk and uh, sort of a half-long rein, again, giving them a little breather. And that is really a basic warm-up pattern that I like to see the riders do. We do that with um, younger horses as well as with uh, the older, more advanced horses. And I think that's just a great pattern to follow. We can add circles if you need to. You can 
take circles away. If you have a bit of a lazier horse, you want to get them really forward in a straighter line. Um, you just omit one of the circles, maybe the middle circle. You just keep going from one end to the other. Try to send them on down the long side a little bit more to, to just get them really in front of the leg. Um, also, with some of the older horses, they're in that warm-up phase. They're ready to do a little bit of changes of tempo. So you can ask for a little more trot, a little bit steadier trot. Just you, you work a little bit more towards your rideability of your horse and make sure that he's really listening to you for the for the next session that you'd like to get into. So I really find it's a great pattern. I can walk into my arena every day when I come in to see my students and, and I know exactly where they're going, what they're doing. I know how far along they are in their pattern and their warm-up and um, everybody will be able to ride together a lot easier. They, they sort of know what the other rider is going, where they have a plan. Um, they just know, know the program. So once you get into that program, it's, it's very, very easy and, and to get the horses nicely warmed up and going and everybody can just have a good flow going, working together. Now, Gina, do you do the same also when you're at a competition? I try to do the same at a competition, of course. It's always a little bit trickier. You have to really, really watch for the other riders. Um, of course, not all the riders know my plan. So um, if you have your own plan, you can adjust it. You can always say, okay, I'm banking a big circle. Oh, but there's some riders over there. So I'll do a, a direction change. So you're very flexible, but you still have your basic plan in the back of your mind. Um, it, it's always worked for me. Um, I, I see my, my students when they get to competition that they know the basic plan, they have a good um, warm-up, and if something does come into their way, they can say, okay, I can just keep flowing, keep going. The main thing is to be able to be able to keep a good flow in your warm-up that, that, that the horse can really get forward to your aids. Now, Gina, I've seen um, some riding at your place, and I know some of your students and, and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Something that strikes me as uh, important and something that I that I took into my riding a little bit, and you touched on it briefly, but maybe you can talk about it a little bit more, is riding off of the track or off of the wall a little bit. I think for me that's yeah. really helped a lot of horses, and maybe you want to just uh, reiterate that point and why you do it and what you're looking for a little bit. Yeah, riding on the inside track is is just something that I can't stress enough, and I'm constantly saying it to my riders. They seem to want to gravitate towards the wall. The horses like to sort of hug the walls, and they find a little security with the balance there and if you ride off the wall or ask your riders to go off the wall suddenly they're like serpentining and swerving down the long side and they can't keep them straight and it's um one of the steps of the of the training scale is straightness and not to say that you're you know even if it is one of the last steps of of the training you're still working on it when you're doing some basic exercises so the wall tends to do a lot of the riding sometimes, I find. And if you have your riders come off the track, they really see how little they're using their outside aids, their outside leg and their outside rein. So um, to be able to ride the horses more forward, it keeps them straighter. Um, the, the riders will become better in a forward manner. And they'll become also when you get to an outdoor ring or in your, in your competitions where you where you don't have that indoor arena wall, they'll be much, much easier to keep the horses where they want, want to go. They won't be sort of drifting left and right. They'll really have um, the horses accessed on both sides and in both legs, both reins, much better. And it's it's a constant thing. I keep having to tell people to get away from the track right on the inside track. So, Gina, typically, how long does your warm-up plan last? I would say between, oh, 
12, 15 minutes. That's usually what it is. And are there days where you just kind of stay in the warm-up phase or yeah. do you always mm-hmm. kind of progress? No, there are some days when I say, let's just ride two warm-up patterns. And so you'd ride it, have a little walk break, and then ride it again. And maybe in the second pattern, you would ask for a little more tempo um, changes, like you just work towards a, a bigger trot, a little steadier trot, maybe make some smaller circles, add some, some smaller circles, but really encouraging horses to stretch. So it's not always every day that you work them fully through um, any routine. Certainly the, the young horses, the four- and five-year-olds, can have you know a day when it's just a single warm-up pattern and then go hacking. Um, it's it's always something that I I really like to make sure that they've they've done that they've checked out every day that they've got their aids working well and the horses are listening. But yeah, for sure you can just do like two warm up patterns and then be done. Wonderful. Thank you, Gina, so much for your trainer tip and your expertise. Um, where can people welcome. find you on the on the web? I have a website. It's uh, franklandsfarm.com. And, um, yeah, you can find me on there. Our email address is on there, and uh, I welcome anybody to come and look at the site. It's a beautiful property that I have here that owned by Facebook Heist that I get to work on, and it's, it's a lovely place. So I'm very yeah. lucky. Well, there you go. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting with Gina, and who wouldn't, you can tune in to the Dressage Radio Show every week at dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips about becoming a better rider at horsetipdaily.com. Just go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Ask for Summer Games by name at your local tack and feed supplier or learn more at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 